0: And welcome back to the Game Bite Show podcast Hello, it's, uh, what is today? I'm looking at my watch Oh, it's August the 15th The Ides of August You know, you always say that But I don't think it means what you Beware the Ides of August <laughs> Well, I'm happy to be here, everyone It's Wednesday, it's when we talk about games um, My name's LeGrand, I'm I'm here tonight And with you over there, Jeremy Hey, Jeremy It is me, it is I, Jeremy Lum and Lamont Lamonts and Jared Redeye Dunn. It is me, Jared Redeye Dunn. So here's the question, do you guys like being called by your gamer handles, your gamer tags or I whatever? mean on this
1: show I do, and I use it in yeah. a, like a, everything, I'm like, you know, it's my name. It's do you my like name being called Lawman? Uh, you know what they say, uh, Jeremy in the streets, but Lawman in the sheets? Ooh, that, that was too much information? Nah, I, I know what you're
0: saying
2: Long arm of the law, or as they say <laughs> oh. What about you, red-eye? No, I don't <laughs> Hey, red-eye You show up at work, hey, red-eye, what's up, man? No Mm-mm. Glad you're at work today mm-hmm. You know, I was actually telling some coworkers workers uh, Earlier this week that I in fact, it was Monday before we did our live stream. Um, they were utterly shocked. They're like, wait, you're like famous? I'm like, whoa, 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 let's back it up here. <laughs> They're like, how many people watch you? I'm like, two or three? <laughs> Upwards of, you, you can't even say tens at that point. Tens. <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> tens of people. It's like tens of people listen to our podcast, and ones and twos people watch your stream.
1: And like, I'm ones of them, so. Mm, right, right
2: And every once in a while I'll
0: tune in and be like, oh Kerbal, never mind
2: Oh dude, you missed a great stream with Kerbal Space We've actually Program. been
0: having a lot of fun with Kerbal Space Program. You know, I'm sure yeah. it's fine We
2: we landed on the moon um, for anyone that missed our stream uh, You know, there was never really a defined requirement that when we land on the moon That we didn't do it into thousands of pieces So I say success so you made it Yeah, we yeah, got there Sure, sure. Our Kerbal hit the moon, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: well, everybody. Uh, anything else exciting happen this last week? Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Not really. I got my air conditioning fixed. Did I tell you? Yeah, you, you talked about I did, that. I did. I did talk about that. that. I'm so excited. I'm still happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> so happy it's cold in your house. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, you know what? I'm like, I'm free. I'm not going out of town or nothing. Everybody else is. Well, maybe we should do something. Maybe we should. Uh, yeah. We should... Uh, You should come on up, Jared. Let's let's check out VR. Come on up. Now you're speaking my language. (laughs) I'll get it set up for you.
0: Well, guys, uh, I'm going to talk about a game I've been playing. Yeah, please do. Uh, And I mentioned this, Evo Night. This was two Sundays ago that I bought Street Fighter V. Well, I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Five. guys. I have seen you playing Street Fighter V and I was like, man, my Grand's playing Street Fighter V and, and that wasn't just me with like my game on. That was me actually playing. You Because know, like, you know sometimes you on Steam, you'll like just leave your game running. So Steam yeah. just says, Hey, this guy's still playing this. That's like 80% <laughs> of my game time, honestly. It wasn't that. It was me actually playing Street Fighter V. So I I bought it on Steam. During the Evo, there was a sale, and I believe I got the arcade edition for twenty dollars uh so if you if you're familiar with the capcom meth- methodology of releasing video games you know that they release a game and then they release another game of the same game and then they release another game of and the then same like two game. years later it's ripe to actually purchase yeah exactly when it has all the content in yeah it. uh so Perfect. this this version that i have is street fighter 5 arcade edition uh so the original street fighter 5 came out it had 16 characters i believe at launch and they've added uh eighteen cents then. They've added they've had two season passes that come with new stages and new characters and new costumes and stuff like that. And so you can buy the season pass if you would have bought the season passes. It would come with those extra characters. And they've had they had two of those. And then they released Arcade Edition, which included the base game plus the two first season passes. And I got it for like 20 bucks during the Evo sale, hmm. I guess. Uh and then uh, they just released the season pass. Three is out, but it's not part of Arcade Edition. I have not bought that, so that includes characters such as Blanca
1: and Sagat and Sakura and uh, some new characters. Does it so. actually have that little Blanca? I, you were showing me that like last week. Was it the week before last? I I watched
0: somebody at Evo stream playing with that little Blanca, that weird Blanca. I haven't seen the skin. I've only played against one Blanca online. Uh huh. Because um, Blanca is a fairly new character because they just added him with the season pass, so, That's so not a weird. lot of people are playing him yet. Um, but uh, they are playing a lot of that G guy. We talked about that G. Really? Are they actually name? playing G? That is the. There's weirdest a lot of people guy. playing him, and he's actually pretty mean. He's got a, a, a good range. Um, he's
1: got a good V trigger, and he's uh, he's pretty powerful. Well, man, when you wear a stovepipe hat like that, you got to have good range.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. So when Street Fighter Five came out, I think I think when. Since the time that we've been recording this podcast, I was into Street Fighter 4 at one point. Is that accurate? Have yeah. I ever talked about Street Fighter 4 yeah, on this show? Yeah, I think show?
1: so. Yeah, I think we did, yeah. Played it okay. at LAN once, I think.
0: Yeah. Anyway, when Street Fighter 5 came out, I ended up renting it from Redbox on the PS4, and I assumed, I assumed that my fight stick, I, I rented it because I wanted to see if my fight stick would work with my PS4, and I have an Xbox 360 fight stick, and I thought they were going to be universal somehow. And, well, it didn't work. So I was immediately frustrated with the game, and I put it down, and I never played it again um, until now. And uh, as it turns out, I wish I would have played it back then because I'm having a really good time playing Street Fighter Five. It's good to be back into a fighting game, and Street Fighter Five just feels really, really well done, uh, I think. Um, a lot of people kind of have been besmirching their, their uh, business model on it with the characters. So the characters can actually be purchased... Uh, With They can be purchased individually with real money or you can also – there's an in-game currency that you earn by playing – by ranking up with characters and by playing online matches called Fight Money and you can actually spend Fight Money on the characters as well. Fight Money is the
1: best name they could come up with.
0: You, don't, you never played I, against Balrog, and you beat what? Balrog, and he goes, my fight money.
1: <laughs> what you are the that? denominations of fight money? Are they like, I'll take, uh, that'll cost
0: five fight monies, please. No, they, they, only, they only comes in ones and twosies, so. Be like knuckle
1: nickels and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, a new character costs 100,000 fight monies. Whoa! So there you Inflation go. Inflation on the fight money has risen sharply in the past <laughs> few days due to
2: <laughs> economic pressures. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I have 120,000 fight money saved up, so I could actually purchase a new character from, uh, fight money's the thing. I don't know if you guys, you guys just look this shit up because it's, a uh... look it up. Anyway, so, um, I, I, I could either buy costumes for my characters or I could buy new stages or I could buy new, ca- new characters to actually play, or I could just
1: spend some real money and buy all the characters in the season pass three. So are you doing like we always do and just like hoarding all your fight money and not spending it on anything? You know? Basically, doing that right now. Fight money jokes aside, it
2: actually sounds pretty similar to Ubisoft's approach with Rainbow Six Siege, where you can buy the season pass, which is actually a season pass every year it refreshes, uh, which gives no. you the characters basically included. Um, otherwise,
1: you can purchase them with in-game currency or uh, cash, or, or even like uh, Fortnite, where you buy a battle pass, but then you can acquire more money to get the next battle pass. Right? Isn't that how that kind of works? I don't know. I've never no? I've played Fortnite. Isn't War. that what V-Bucks v are? No, is it? Okay, all right. Hey, fellow oldsters, what's all this Fortniting about?
2: <laughs> hey, I heard Bard's Tale Remastered editions are out. <laughs> now you're
1: speaking my language.
2: Oh, man.
0: Anyway, so I've been playing uh, a character from Street Fighter 4, and I think she was in one of the Alpha games or Street Fighter 3 or something. Her name is Ibuki. She's like a little ninja. Is she's she the one with that sash? Daggers uh no. no that is um she's from street fighter 4 she's actually not in street fighter 5 what is her name uh i can't remember but she like wrecks house i can't remember i got really good with her though on street yeah. fighter 4 i always saw her i can't Evo. remember her name though yeah she was she's good she was fun uh no the, i've ibuki's kind of a ninja uh she's got these kunai daggers that she throws and she can act, she actually holds uh six of them at a time and then you have to like draw them or recharge them by casting an ability um, but she's like a really fast character. I found in this game that uh, it seems like the Ken and Ryu, which is usually I play a lot of Ken, is kind of slower than I'm used to, and Ryu's also slow. The game seems a little bit slower, but this Ibuki character is pretty fast. Like I remember, if you guys remember, you, probably, you guys have played some Street Fighter, but like Chun-Li seems like a faster character, right? Sure. Street Fighter 2, jumping all over the place. Sure. She seems pretty slow in by comparison to other characters. This game is very... Uh, Combo heavy, not so much like a uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z or a uh, um, Marvel vs. Capcom combos, but combos are kind of the what you're trying to do. You're trying to land and and poke and get a get a hit off so that you can chain it into a combo, and then using your ex abilities uh, to chain to further combos um etc. So it seems like it's got a lot more than that even even more so compared to like a uh, Street Fighter 4 was.
1: I, I feel um, like fighting games even though they I don't think they're growing as a genre. I feel like they have gotten um com- complex for the better. Like I feel like combo systems are kind of better than they ever have been. What do you, what do you think of that?
0: I think so. And this like I said this game like it, it seemed like combos just kind of came out of people just doing stuff in the original Street Fighter 2 games. Yeah, yeah, And then slowly they start like, oh, hey, this is actually kind of a cool thing, having these combos. And then they started kind of building them in. Uh, Mortal Kombat then added them. I think Mortal Kombat didn't add combos really until... They had some that were kind of just, again, just in there just by virtue of being, you know, people being able to somehow get attacks to land, you know, consecutively. Um, And then Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat 3 added them with the run button you could run in and um, you had to, like, know the exact button presses. Uh, but eventually, it just kind of made it more into you know that's what these games are all about is landing these combos and yeah. being able to pull them off. So it's kind of that's kind of where the uh, the skill cap comes from is being able to consistently land combos over and over again. So I, I've been when I fire up the game, I will uh, turn on fight requests. So there's a mode that you can turn on called fight requests, where you basically set up parameters of what you want to play, and then you can go do whatever you want in the game and then when somebody actually online matches up with you to play with you then it just kicks you over to an online game so i'll go into like the training mode with my character and sit there and train and practice combos and and then all of a sudden somebody will you know it'll match me up with somebody it's like searching it'll say in the bottom like searching for an opponent then it matches you up and then suddenly you're in an online game. And then when you get done with the online game, you're kicked back to your training mode.
1: And, and are you wagering fight monies with uh, with your fellow online? I think you actually can do that uh, in like
0: these custom rooms. So they, you can set up these custom battle rooms and wager fight money. Um, I haven't done any of that. So I've just been playing just the ranked mode and the casual mode. Um, I have played probably more ranked at this point than the casual. But the matchmaking actually actually seems really good. Even on the casual mode, it didn't seem like I was being placed up against people who are like insanely good at the game, even though I haven't played in, you know, several years. Right, really, right. You know, Street Fighter 4. And Street Fighter 5, I haven't had played at all. Um, But I found myself matched up against people that I could, just by my, you know, my fighting skill that I've, you know, kind of learned over, even though it was a little bit rusty, I was able to kind of easily beat these lower tier players, I guess, right. that it matched me up with. So I've been kind of moving pretty steadily up the ranked ladder. Um. So that's pretty good. do you every, every every night that I play, I kind of advance a little bit more, um, up the ranking. What do so What do you, what do you predict is the cool. time
1: to uh, fight money Counter Strike Go skins scandal? Ooh, you know, <laughs> okay. uh, give it a give it a couple, give it till next Evo. Next Evo, when somebody's <laughs> gonna be somebody's gonna
0: be pulling some shenanigans. Yeah. So I found myself wanting to buy another fight stick, like a new one, because mine's. It, while it's fine and serviceable i like i want a i want a better one
2: now <laughs> are you going to build another <laughs> one so i've been one?
0: shopping can what? you buy a fight stick with fight money no unfortunately if uh, you just buy it with regular money like is a, it just a stick in, in ready player one when you get that virtual currency and you can buy like physical stuff with it yeah right you know what i mean you no know i mean jeremy oh yeah oh yeah
1: are, are you going to build another fight i mean didn't you build one last time you built a fight stick uh, i bought
0: one and then i modded it so uh. i bought a cheap a cheap version and then i'm then I replaced all the buttons and the joystick with actually good hardware. Got it. Uh, ended up being more economical. And at that point, um, yeah. I needed to be more economical with stuff. And now I kind of just want to save up and just buy a decent... Like, a good fight stick is going to cost you 150 to $200. Uh, but they have versions that will work on the PlayStation 4 and the PC and the, P- and the PS3. So it seems like the fighting game community is kind of... Since Street Fighter V is a Steam slash uh, PlayStation exclusive, um, all of the fighting games are usually played on the PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4 at hmm. Evo, aside from like Brawl or whatever, right? Or Smash Brothers. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. So you got a fight stick that'll work on, and I guess Killer Instinct, but Killer Instinct wasn't even at Evo, which is, you know, whatever. I guess nobody's playing Killer Instinct because that's an Xbox One PC exclusive. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's kind of like uh, the, the thing that I really like about fighting games, and now that I'm back into it, I think it's really going to fit into my lifestyle a little bit, because I don't have time for those long, you know three-hour gaming sessions, but if I can pop down and get into a few online matches of Street Fighter um, and be out of there in 30 minutes, um, you know, that's a good time. That kind of fits into my schedule a little bit better than, you know, I don't know why I keep on starting these big RPGs and stuff, but <laughs> you can get more bang for your fight money. Yeah, more bang for your five money. So everybody should start uh, just go buy Street Fighter Five and fight me. I guess I don't know. It's, fun. <laughs> it's a good game. It's uh, they have these. Yeah, it's fun. And, and Evo really got me excited about it again because I watched quite a bit of Evo this year, and you know, finally bit the bullet and bought it. And I'm glad I did. And I wish I would have done sooner. By by this time next year, you'll be a competitor. You know, there was a time when I wanted to go to Evo. I want to go to EVO really bad. I guess if I'm going to go to EVO, I might as well compete, right? Or at least try. You know, it doesn't mean I have to win or even do well, but you might as well, you know, do something. Put your name on a bracket. Because I, I believe the tickets to go to EVO and the tickets to compete are all one and the same. So if you're at EVO, just spectating, you might as well play. I, I don't know.
2: You haven't seen me try to play fighting games. Uh, I have seen it, and it is super impressive. You'd be, You'd be like the Lord of the Losers bracket. I would... It's impressive <laughs> how someone can be so bad.
1: Agreed, one hundred percent.
0: Well, they are they are a thing. It takes a lot of it takes practice to be okay the losingest person is. at Evo. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that too. And that's what I've been playing. That's it. Street nice. Fighter Five.
1: Not bad. Respectable.
0: It's all I've been playing. Unfortunately or fortunately, however you look
1: at it. So what about you, Jeremy? Uh, Me, I've been playing uh, a couple of things. Uh, The first one that I've been doing is kind of time sensitive and I've been playing it for a couple of weeks. We're about halfway through the Destiny 2 Solstice of Heroes event which uh, is sort of their, I guess that would be their year one. Is it only year one? Has Destiny 2 only been around for a year? Maybe it's a second year. Anyway, so they're doing a sort of a big uh, community event, sort of a prestiging process for everybody who wants to, regardless of how many expansions you've got, leading up to the Forsaken, and I think actually past the, the launch of the Forsaken expansion. Uh, and uh, it sort of is like the thing they did in the first Destiny, the Loria Prima, which... I did that too, and I've really been enjoying this. I don't know, there's something about Destiny that when you're under pressure to do some meta event in the community, it like makes it a lot more fun somehow. It's terrible. It's a terrible grind. It's a terrible, terrible grind. But it's actually kind of amazing. It's kind of fun. It um,
0: doesn't sound like fun at all. It
1: sort of is, though, because um, you end up like overexerting yourself and getting yourself into situations where it's like, I should not be trying to do this, but I am, and I'm going to do it. My impression of Destiny is I'm always just running out of ammo. Uh, that's true. You just have to hit more dudes with the ammo you're shooting. <laughs> <laughs> they, because they all drop ammo. Yeah, they, they kind of do. <laughs> you know you what? Know, I can corroborate, though. Having played with Jared, Destiny 2, he's, he's absolutely correct. I don't know why. I'm always out of ammo, and I'm killing lots of guys. <laughs> yeah, lucky, luckily he likes to punch things, so there is a Oh, a my punchiness. guy punches things so hard. He does. Why punchiness. are we not raiding together? We totally should be. I don't think we've we actually totally finished shouldn't. the main campaign in Destiny 2 on PC, though. <laughs> uh, you haven't? Not not on PC. No, I've done it in on PS4. So my primary platform is oh. PlayStation 4. Uh, I'm playing on PC kind of occasionally so that I can kind of show Jared the ropes and kind of bring him into, like, modern gaming. More like Um, PlayStation (laughs) bore. (laughs) 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 so the thing is with this, they've got uh, some actual real world consequences for for doing this. Uh, What it is, is it's a combination of if you remember in Destiny one, they had bounties. Uh, They had a whole bounty board thing that, you know, you're always looking at your weeklies and your dailies and. And whatever uh, and so they haven't had that really in destiny up until destiny 2 up until this point So they now have a series of bounties that relate to like the main campaign and now they kind of had that uh, from the beginning didn't they? Uh, not that I can think of uh, Pretty not, sure they did not like destiny 1 did though because it was usually like kill 10 dudes or something And then you would come back and get some glimmer or something um, so, so they have like no, a. They, they had stuff kind of like that. They had like you had to go explore this cave and go do this thing. Well, they, see, they had like your. There were daily uh, quests every single? Day. Yeah, they, they had like the daily and weekly quests, but that it wasn't really the same thing. That would usually get you like a high power legendary engram or something like that. But with this, what they're doing is they've got a, a bunch of miniature like you you sort of get them in your inventory and you're doing like ten to twenty different things at any given time. Uh, kill a hundred vex. Uh, get three super kills with your fire oh yeah I remember that that. so it's, it's stuff like that but what you get from that is you get these these solstice points and they're not very generous with them and you've got to do like a whole bunch of stuff uh, and eventually, you get up to if you can get 250 points, you are eligible to buy a special shirt from Bungie. You actually have to get this many points to be able to unlock on the storefront some shirt, which is fine. Like a legit T-shirt, like that an you wear. actual shirt that they will. You can even customize something on it. I think I I don't know if they force you to put your your gamer tag on it, but you can customize some message on it um so are you going to do this i think i'm going to do it yeah and i'm pretty close I'm, i think i've got like 115 points and i just need to do a couple of things however in addition they're also doing in-game stuff so they actually have kind of a cool system where you can love a up. shirt it, i want one of these so you should you should get it so there's still like a couple of weeks left and it's totally doable um, and, and like i said anybody can do this so it does not require that you have any particular expansion or anything like that Um, but then in game now they're doing another cool thing, which is in advance of the new, uh, expansion Forsaken. So, so every time they release an update, you, you get a higher limit, uh, just like everything, right? They give you a higher limit of armor, weapons, uh, power, whatever. Um, and so they're actually allowing people to do this armor quest, where you get these different pieces of armor, your helmet, your chest piece, your arms, your legs, and uh, you, each, each one of those pieces has its own set of bounties, basically. When you complete all the bounties for one set of armor, it levels you up to the next, like uh, common to uncommon to legendary to uh, uh, exotic. Uh, and every time you do it, it will max out this armor, and ultimately you can get, uh, four, I think it's 400 power armor, where normally the limit has been, like, three something. Um, so it's kind of fun, so there, there actually are benefits to doing that as well, and you can get some special, like, exclusive ships and stuff. Anyway, so it, it adds something that is time sensitive, and some very specific... There's been a complaint about Destiny 2 that there's not much in the end game, right? Like, what do you do? Once you get to a certain point, you get to this gap where it's like... You PvP. Yeah, exactly. You PvP and nobody likes that. You run the raid. Yeah. Uh, so this gives you something that you can sort of do in the interim and it's sort of a a big event. Everybody's doing it. You go to the tower and you see people like unlocking stuff and you say, I want to do that too. Um, and they they have kind of some cool systems to do it. There's a, there's an orb system and, uh, um, I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff, but anyway, that's going on right now and it's still good for at least two weeks. I don't remember if it ends when Forsaken comes out, but, uh, I'm pretty sure that it will continue beyond that. So take a look at it. You can definitely get some good stuff. The shirt is only 250 points and you actually, I think theoretically can get all of those points before Forsaken actually launches. So uh, on all platforms, Destiny 2, Solstice of Heroes, go jump in and uh, lots more fun with friends. So if you know anybody on your platform, see if you can get them to go in with you. Uh, do yeah, a, nobody's playing Destiny do a, 2 anymore. Do a group shirt. Get a group shirt i'm with stupid you can customize it and say i'm with stupid ah, ah. good one uh so then the i listened thing... to the game bite show and all <laughs> yeah. i got was this stupid t-shirt
0: <laughs> that's it all right so what mobile game have you been playing this week actually Jeremy? so
1: not mobile but uh dlc i've been playing uh ah, close so up. final fantasy 15 has a season pass that includes a number of things including i think i talked about at one point the um the glaive uh, what was that expansion for the the king's glaive there was the uh there's a name, uh, comrades. The comrades uh, expansion, oh, yeah. which was kind of the multiplayer Monster Hunter esque, you know, decent sort of add-on component for for Kings for uh, uh, Final Fantasy that no one, you know, that you there was nothing like it in the main game. Uh, but they also released these episodes, an episode for each of the 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 side bros, you know, Prompto, Gladiolus, and Ignis. And so I've actually been going through that. I am ready to get that thing off my hard drive. It's it's a like a honkin' mega chonker, seventy five some odd gig uh, footprint on my on my PlayStation hard drive, and I'm I'm ready surprised to get you're it off even
0: continuing with the DLC because I can never can do that.
1: It's not bad, really. I mean, part of it is that I spent twenty five dollars on that season pass, uh, but it's it's kind of I mean, like you were saying. You don't have time, I don't have time, to start like a big gigantic new, I mean I think two times, three times, I think real hard before I jump into a new RPG. Um, but these episodes are like three hours a piece, and they're pretty interesting curated little uh, bits that uh, are, are actually fairly well produced, fairly high quality, and each one of them is a little bit different. Um, so far I've actually only finished Prompto, but I've played, uh, well let me talk about Prompto for just a minute. So each of these guys has a time during the main game where they are absent, they kind of go off for a little while, uh, and so that's the, you know, the time frame that that each of their respective episodes takes place in. Uh, Prompto has an episode where he is uh, kind of exploring a military base with uh, Aranea, uh, who is the, she's a dragoon sort of NPC character that you can play with and, and have in your party in the game, um, and it sort of explores his past, and, uh, he, it's very gun shooty. So Prompto is the the firearms character. Everybody else uses, like, big swords or, or knives or whatever. So Prompto, uh, goes through this military complex. It's snowy. He gets cool snow outfits. Aranea is in, like, the best outfit she's in in the whole game, which is really cool. I don't know. I'm just really impressed by it. Um, and it culminates in this big boss battle. And I am, I was really affected by this boss. Um, I've got some some photos of it. I took some screenshots for the uh, travel log in the discord server. I think I might post them there um, It's a I don't Is it spoilers to talk about like what a boss is? I mean, it's just some Baloney Final Fantasy boss. Do we care about that? Is that spoilers? Uh, nah. Alright, so it's a giant gorilla that is like a snow gorilla with a mechanized body. They, they've they like severed its bottom half of its body. But then eventually during the boss battle, you set it on fire and it's like fur is melted all over and it's just gruesome. Uh, it's like the most horrific thing in that whole game. Wow. Um, and it, I was kind of disturbed by it. Um, so that is the Prompto episode. It's actually uh, pretty fun. Oh, in fact, it actually has even a better boss at the very end uh, on a snowmobile fight. Uh, so you basically save all of uh, Lucis with uh, a snowmobile, basically. Uh, also, spoilers. But uh, three hours, it's pretty fun, well-produced. There's new dialogue, new music, I think, in that as well. Uh, same thing for episode Gladiolus. Gladiolus episode is kind of more of a uh, sword combat-focused thing. If you ever played in the... Uh, they, they did that update for Final Fantasy 15 where you could actually take control of the different party members and they have their own new sets. I, never, movesets and I stuff. never played that for some reason. Oh, that's when I decided to jump in because I'm like, yeah, I want I want to do that. Um, so it basically is a whole episode just of like just slamming things with a gigantic honkin' sword, which is pretty fun. Um. Uh. So Gladiolus goes off at one point, and he decides he's gonna get extra powerful. I mean, it's almost like a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing. Like I gotta train.
0: It's like so, the weirdest thing when they leave. They're like, I gotta go take care yeah, of some stuff. It, it is and Regis sh- is like, or not Regis, but Core Boy or, or, is or like, Noctis. Noctis. Noctis is like, oh well. Okay. Oh, I, I, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you're supposed to be protecting me. You're like my king's and. Sh- and, you know, I'm like the king now and you're just going to take off. But but
1: I guess that's okay, bro. Yep, it is. It's literally like that. I mean, that dialogue that Lagrange just said, like, I've got to go. Uh, That's literally, like, direct from the game. (laughs) Uh, But the the episode itself is actually really fun. So you play, uh, of course, as Gladiolus, and you get Kor, Marshall Kor, the the immortal, uh, who's a a big badass uh, NPC ad character for your party. Uh, He goes along with you, and it's basically a bunch of fighting punctuated by these different boss battles as Gladiolus learns uh, the true meaning of... Uh, what it means to be the king's shield and uh, to learn how to love again, or something like that. Um, but ah, that that also is pretty fun. And I believe the DLC that you get, or, or I'm sorry, that like the outfits and the the pickups, some of the weapons that you get actually carry back into the main game. So I'll never use them because I'm not going back to Final Fantasy 15 anymore. Uh, but I do plan to finish all of these episodes. So I still need to do Ignis. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that next week. That's what I've been playing. Whoa! Yeah. No mobile games. Not this week.
0: Almost hmm. though. It was
1: a close thing. Close.
0: You should you should have played him on the mobile version of Final Fantasy 15.
1: actually that is a great adaptation. And I'll tell you that there is a mobile game I've had my eye on. So you've you've now you've now just said it. Mobile game next week. Guaranteed. Final Fantasy 15. Oh man. Yeah.
0: Final Fantasy, what is that what was that one weird one we played? We were playing for a while that
1: uh, that uh base building. Yeah, room. the town one uh infinite uh, kingdoms of I don't know something or other. King kingdoms. It's a very memorable experience. Uh, it was my. It was the only. Uh, city Final, building... Final Fantasy timers. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what it was. it was. It's my first and and only such game. So I enjoyed it for a while, but yeah. so did I. Done so with did it. I. Done with it. Until my whole squad got wrecked. Yeah, my
2: clear. All right, Jared. What's up, man? Oh man. So I've actually was going to talk about this last week.
0: So what 1997
2: game have you been playing? No. So this one's <laughs> brand new. Um. it is so. If you've played the game uh, Planet Coaster, I have. I think I know Jeremy's played that. Oh, I have. Okay. I've also played that. And rewind a little bit. If you've seen the movie Jurassic Park, I have. I watched it last week. I'm watching the uh, strange love child of those two franchises. Tell me more. That sounds awesome. I've been playing Jurassic World Evolutions. Um,. So the same people that made uh, Planet Coaster made this, and it is basically a theme park simulator dinosaur version.
1: Okay, it's
2: awesome. It's
1: actually really good. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, how, how does chaos theory factor into all this? Well, imperfections in the skin, clearly. Oh yeah, yeah. If a butterfly flaps its wings. So the the basic
2: approach of the game is is you start on an island, um, and, and and there's various islands with different uh, sort of challenges. Uh, and, and you want to create a theme park that attracts visitors and makes you money. And then as you make more money, you can buy more buildings and do more research and go, you can send out expedition teams to find more dinosaur DNA, which you bring back and you analyze and then you hatch new and more and different dinosaurs. Huh. Um, so it, it's got some pretty cool mechanics. Uh, so, Different dinosaurs don't like each other, uh, so that's a fun one. Um, you have to kind of keep up with it. There might be weather events that will destroy parts of your park. Uh, if dinosaurs get loose, they have uh, various meters th- that you have to satisfy. So, like food, water, uh, their their like enclosure has to have so much forest and grasslands. And- if
1: if they get loose, don't you shoot them at that point? Like, why do you have to
2: satisfy their meters? So you can shoot them. Because you don't want to have to re- re-breed them. Right? So part of the sort of economic simulation of the game is as uh, you go to make money, if dinosaurs get loose and harm your park guests, which are simulated, you know, uh, planet coaster, roller coasters, tycoon style, uh, they will actually sue your park. So that'll be a huge <laughs> hit to your, to your books so that you'll go... Quickly into the red huh. um fighting off lawsuits uh it is a really if you like that sort of theme park simulation game, it's actually a really good game um one thing I really wanted to talk about is I've been playing it a little bit i've I've put in a few hours but uh if if you'll if you peek at my steam profile, you'll see I've put a lot of hours into the game, and that's actually my eight year old oh. so he started playing. Uh, completely on his own started a fresh a totally fresh career campaign um, and and this game doesn't have a very good like sandbox mode. There's no way you can just jump in and instantly go to like a blank island and have access to unlimited funds and whatever dinosaurs you want anything like that. Uh, You can eventually unlock one. Which is, that's a shame because that's like the best, that's like the only way that I like to play this game. So so it actually has a sandbox mode that you can eventually unlock, um, but it still utilizes the research and dinosaurs that you've accessed in the previous mode. So Mm -hmm. while you don't have funds Mm -hmm. that you have, money that you have to worry about, uh, so you can design to your heart's content, you,
1: you are limited in the dinosaurs. So you do have to continue the campaign. So, so it's, it's a full sandbox mode. You just have to have done that far in the campaign to get the stuff for it. Okay. Well, that's not terrible, I guess. Yeah.
2: And as you play through it, it's, um, it actually doesn't call it a campaign, it calls it your career. So oh. you might be on an island and you, you need, uh, three out of five stars to unlock the next island. Uh, and so once you get there by creating more variety of your dinosaurs, by modifying their genomes so they're more interesting, uh, There's actually a sort of combat mechanic. So if you spawn herbivore, you know, like prey dinosaurs in with your predators, um, the carnivores will eat the herbivores and that will up the excitement rating like significantly. It's kind of expensive, but you can do it, I guess. Um, Anyway, so as you unlock the park. Or, or unlock a higher rating, you unlock a different island. You go to that island and you build up, and you you know you kind of go through the same sort of rigmarole. And different islands have different challenges, but you can go back to your previous islands and continue to play those. And getting higher ratings will actually uh, unlock different things for you. So it, it's really. Has quite a bit to it. Um, there's a reputation system with three different factions, like, uh, security, entertainment, and science, I think. And so as you do contracts for those three different factions, you
1: up your reputation and they'll give you rewards. Wait, are you saying there's factions within your business? Yeah. Like if it, like SimCity, like you, you can't cut the funding to entertainment. You'll regret this. Yeah.
2: Like Joe from security is like, Hey, we need to, to, have more carnivores for you know I don't know whatever it comes right. up with some mission <laughs> and as you complete that mission it'll actually lower your reputation with other factions so you kind of have to then go do one of their missions and kind of slowly raise them all together huh. um it, it's pretty interesting and it has some like silly little touches uh so you can create these like ranger units that drive around in the jeeps um to heal and restock supplies for the dinosaurs and stuff like that uh you can actually drive the Jeep yourself, like with your mouse and keyboard or controller, Fun. if you do that, and then take photos. So you can just take photos of your dinosaurs. And they like
1: How does this game look? Is it like, is it cool looking? I mean, yeah, the it's super looking? pretty.
2: It, it, it uses the sort of, uh, I'm going to call it like the modern Jurassic World style. Um, oh, I was going to ask which, which era. Yeah. It has that, those characters, so... I haven't seen the movies, but like Owen, I think is a guy and I, I don't know. Chris Chris Pratt? Yeah, sure. So, so there's those guys. They kind of talk to you as you go through it. Um, the game is really pretty. It's got some like pretty great lighting effects and the dinosaurs are all modeled really well uh, As as like a carnivore T-Rex looking guy like hunts his prey they you know have some pretty great looking animations so hmm. it all looks really top-notch it's really well done um again frontier is the developer that made planet coaster and uh, elite dangerous and you know i consider them a pretty top tier studio so they did a really great job did you ever have to hold on to your butts you know, what's really funny is it is in the loading screens. It has quotes from the movies and that one came up and my my eight year old was really confused because he was like, what's that mean? I'm like, oh, <laughs> now I have to like talk about smoking to the kid. <laughs> That's smoking? What? What? That's nothing to do with smoking. <laughs> well, because
1: he had that big stogie when he was, he was like smoking. It was a cigarette. cigarette. And he's
2: like, everyone hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butt. Nothing to do with the cigarette. No, nah, it was and a it... super play on words between that and the holding on to your butt.
0: I've, uh, seen Jer- I've seen Jurassic Park about fifty times, and I've it's never fine. correlated that with cigarette butts. I sort of think it's of him fun. like
1: sm- I'm like, why is he smoking in that building with everybody? That's not healthy. I've yeah, thought I-,
0: I will thought I corroborate. I will think of that. You know, because back in 1993, like nobody thought about that.
2: <laughs> anyway, smoking uh, was fine. Jurassic World Evolutions, it, it it's actually I've been having a lot of fun with it, and and I could see some people complain that it's kind of repetitive, um, doesn't have a lot of depth, you know, et cetera and so forth. But uh, you know, I don't know. To me, Planet Coaster, Roller Coaster Tycoon, those types of simulation strategy games, simulation stra- slash strategy games are were never about like the game itself giving you a lot of depth to to dig into. Is really kind of up to your imagination oh how how about if i do this like i've been working on this design of fences and enclosures so i can limit the amount of um of uh like hatcheries that i have but maximize how many things so i've just been having a lot of fun kind of designing it and creating it um creating these like parks like the way i would envision them to look or whatever so
1: yeah, it sounds a lot better cool. than The Buzz. Like, I've kind of heard mixed things about it, but you seem like you're really positive on it, just overall. Oh,
2: I'm I'm pretty positive. And maybe I'm, I'm actually really positive on it. And uh, maybe we'll stream it some this week. I would like uh, that. I'd like to see it. May, maybe this weekend uh, I can jump in and play a little bit and kind of show it off. It, it's a lot of fun. I've been having a pretty good time with it. So All right, sweet. Uh, yeah, Jurassic World Evolutions. Uh, the other game I've been playing, uh, I picked up in a Humble Bundle. In fact, I bought a Humble Bundle Specifically to play this game um, along with one other, but uh, I haven't played that one yet. But this one, like, so here's the thing, guys. I'm going to be real with you. Okay. There are no good hockey games on the PC. Not even ports of like the- I don't think there's any hockey <laughs> but games on the PC. there is now. <laughs> oh, all right, okay. gotcha. No. Um. So this game, <laughs> Super
1: Blood Hockey- Is it Mutant
2: League- Ice, hi, ice hockey? No, it's, it's super blood hockey is the name of it. It's That ah, sounds, that sounds all right. Isn't
1: that the name of the actual sport though? Super blood hockey? That's what I call it when I sit down. I'm like, hey, <laughs> who wants to watch some super blood hockey?
2: It's developed by like one guy out of Finland. Um, and it's got this very retro, uh, sort of NES pixel art style. Um, it, it, it's very light on, the sort of uh hockey rules like there's i don't think there's penalties uh um you can basically kill other players uh if you punch them hard enough in fights um it's four on four it, it's it's actually a lot of fun uh just kind of an arcade hockey top-down hockey arcade game um, I,
1: ice hockey on nes was the best did you ever play that with like the fat yes guy dude
2: that's and, and so, like one of the only games i
1: very similar
2: style. So there's four different character types. There's an enforcer, which is kind of your big chunky guy. There's a sniper, which is your like skinny... <laughs> sniper, guy, really is that good what they shooter. call him? Yeah, these are like real like hockey names. The, the actual like, position. Types of players, yeah. Um. There's a playmaker and... I play chunky guy. G- Gordy, Gordy, Gordy Howe, the most I-
1: famous sniper in all of hockey.
2: Right? One other. I, c- I can't remember uh, the, the fourth one. But uh, yeah, and, and so basically... I don't know. I mean, that's it. That's that's all there is to talk about. It's a great game. It's a lot of fun. So is there blood?
1: Um, I mean, is it is it gruesome? Oh, or what's there are the- just
2: tons of blood effects. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> so I played a game and it was US versus Russia. And I was pretty sure we were going to, you know, do the Miracle on Ice again. Yeah, I saw that and, movie. And um, it didn't work out. I think the computer Russia beat me like. 12 to eight, five or something oh, boo, <laughs> but boo. we got close well at, at towards the end in the third period we got in a fight which i guess i didn't even know you could do but you did and so it's like every player well, kind of on hockey the- game exists without fights yeah, especially right. a game called blood hockey yeah I, I don't know man I, I hadn't read anything on it and what did so, you think like, blood
1: was about what do you think it was like a
2: <laughs> okay go just the basic cross check causes like this fountain of blood to come out of every player <laughs> And sounds all right. So we get in this fight and it's like every player fighting every player to like the last man standing. Wow. Um I felt like I won the fight cuz my guy like turned were into like a twin a stick shooter or something or what but, does it do? But they yeah, you just basically, hit the button over what's and over. the combat? Or? You there's a punch button. <laughs> uh, like there's a button you can skate around and just punch people. I mean that's how ice hockey worked on the NES. I'm there's, down. There's yeah. movement controls with the stick. There's pass, there's shoot, there's punch. <laughs>
1: Those are the <laughs> controls.
2: All right. And so after the fight, one of my players was I think he was dead. Like he just laid on the ice forever <laughs> in this pool of blood. And so then it was three on four for the rest of the
1: game. Aww. Like I never got but him when the Zamboni
2: came out, then what happened? It just paves over. It was him. the third period. I mean, I don't know. Oh, it happened in the third period. Yeah. So You um, forgot to
1: do your training montage. Every anytime the USA fights Russia, there's a montage. Like we gotta lift some logs Jesus out in the said. wilderness or something. <laughs> you gotta
2: wrestle a bear. Yeah, wrestle a bear. Samity or something. You gotta lift rocks. All of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, is it multiplayer? Can hockey. you play with
1: people or? It is local four player co op. There mm. is no online multiplayer. Hmm. PC, you need a you need a share play option like PlayStation mm. Boar has. You can play any local multiplayer game yeah. with someone on the internet on I'm, PlayStation
2: Four. I'm just I'm just gonna play on my Steam Link and have hockey, bliss Super Blood
1: Hockey parties. I am down with that too. Can you do that? Can you do like multiple controllers or whatever on a on a Steam Link? I've never tried. I suppose. I don't see why not. So it's
2: it's bullet points on Steam are arcade style hockey action. Okay. Crunchy retro pixelated gore, okay. mind melting chip tune soundtrack, All right. which you can buy for ninety nine cents, by the way. Ooh! Four player local multiplayer, global showdown, challenge mode, and continued development. I guess on Steam now, uh, being early access. Continued development a is a feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, so, so far I don't think like it's, it's
2: actually in early access. I don't see that label, but uh, mm-hmm. no, it's it's pretty good. It's it's like eight bucks. I got it in the Steam. There's like a humble bundle for sports.
1: I don't know if it's still out there. Uh, I I don't know if I could go near a sports bundle like that, even for even for Super Blood Hockey. But
2: no, it was a pretty good bundle, honestly. was it? Uh, Let me see. Is it still out? Nah, it's gone. Nah. But it was like uh-huh. sports games on PC, which is this game and like a bunch of racing car games. Here we yeah, here we go. It's uh, Sega Bass Fishing and East Side Hockey Manager. That was the other game I wanted, by the way. It was East Side Hockey Manager. You were like yeah, a secret hockey nut. No, I love hockey. It's the only sport I watch. That's so weird. Um, grid two, they don't motor have sport have, manager. Like, brain in Texas, let alone Tysons. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey, we have a hockey team that has won the Stanley Cup, thank you. Uh, dirt rally super blood hockey and a star trek you online. can't prove it, that the Jared. stanley
1: cup is not a guy named stanley's drinking cup that he it's not it's something else It's like well it's, it's a we, sports we didn't
0: because. we didn't win we didn't make it to the playoffs this year let's go down to stanley's and have a
2: drink Get, yeah exactly <laughs> we won right. the stanley cup <laughs> that's right if you've been missing arcade hockey and have you know a computer that can run pixelated graphics like a toaster or something then this is it i've been missing arcade hockey
1: it. since 1986
2: so see get in this yeah. is your opportunity nice nice nice
1: well folks, uh, this is also your opportunity to get ready for the next Game Bite Show podcast. You might think that we're done but no, no. Uh, we're going to be back in just a few days to talk to you again about video games. Uh, but, the fun is not over for this episode. If you have any comments that, you've, uh, that you'd have that you like to make about the games that we've been playing, uh, Final Fantasy, Street Fighter V, if you've got some mad combos, if you've got strats, pro strats for your dinosaurs in captivity, uh, let us know about that. Reach out to us on Twitter. You can find us at Game Bite Show collectively. Uh, you can also reach out to us individually. I I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. I am at Legrand. And I'm at Red underscore I. Our fourth man who, uh, I don't know, he likes Frontier games also. I th- I'm pretty sure he's cruising out there somewhere in Elite Dangerous right now. Dale, Count Elmdor Jones, is at Count Elmdor on Twitter. Uh, you can also find our uh, twitch.tv page, twitch.tv slash Game Show, where we do a stream at least once a week, sometimes more often, sometimes one stream for like three hours of Kerbal Space Program. Uh, and get ready because uh, it is getting to to be that time of year where extra life is going on. Right, Jared?
2: Yeah, it it is actually going on, and we have a goal. We have a team. Uh, If you're planning on doing extra life this year. Yeah, join the team. Hey, last year we did really good.
1: Um, We did. Legrand was on our team. Uh... I mean, other I'm, people were on our I team. I never get. Yeah, we are. Our, our friend Gillespie was on the team. We had we had. That's true. We had other people there. I did never like sign up for a page, but I was a contributor. Maybe this year I'll maybe this year I'll actually do it though. I, I think you need to do it. Um, I think I will. Yeah. So November
2: third is the big game day. I think I'm gonna break mine up this oh, year. Oh, you know what?
1: I'm actually gonna be out of town that day. You
2: can do it any week. We can make a, a thing out of it. So uh,
1: yeah, the first weekend of November, I'm gonna be down in like Arches National Park or something like that. So yeah,
2: I wasn't gonna do the 24 this year, 24 hours, because it like literally makes me sick. But for, I would like, love to later. like
1: I'd love to like <laughs> tag team it with you. What if we do like shifts? What if the, like the four of it. us? We, we can get Dale to participate. We should do that. Aww. It's only, I mean, what is it? 24 hours in a day? That's only, what, f- three hours a person?
2: We need to get a friend of the podcast, uh, Wesley Livesey, was on our team last we, year. That's week. right. So yeah. Let's get we him back get, in. get Wesley on.
1: All right, well, super. So uh, check that out at twitch.tv slash show or extra-life.org slash team slash show. Is that? That's right. Okay. Yep, uh, You can also find our YouTube archive over youtube.com slash show, Find all of the back catalog of all of our cool videos. There's a whole lot of them, and they're all really cool, every single one. Uh, also find our website on the internet, showcom where you can find all of our podcasts going all the way back. Uh, low these 20 years, or however long we've been doing this, twice a week feels like a million uh, a million years we are in Jurassic World ourselves in the cages now because uh, that's just how long it's been uh, but go check that out subscribe there send your friends over there uh, get them involved with us get them involved with Extra Life uh, lots of good stuff going on over at Game Byte Show check our discord uh, server you can find the link to that in the bottom of the show notes uh, other than that uh, like I said we'll be back in just a couple of days to tell you more about the video game news of the week uh, new releases sales special freebies things like that as well as a topic of discussion what about the news of the strong news News mm-hmm. of the Strong. Ooh, he got you. And the Weak. Um, we'll do all of And that. everyone else in between. Everyone in between. Uh, all of you. All of the news. Uh, and uh, that will be happening in just a few days. But until then, this has been your Game Byte Show podcast. Thank you so much, everybody. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, I guess.
0: I guess. Oh, man. Yeah.